0: Ladies and gentlemen, friends, neighbors, family, Merry Christmas. We're talking murder, she wrote. Hit it. 1984, Frankie goes to Hollywood, told the world to relax. Sally Field won an Oscar and realized we really liked her. Betsy Johnson produced an Egyptian cat line for her spring fashion show. And Angela Lansbury was a mystery writer who solved crimes in real life. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Joining me is a very special guest. From Michelle's Cozy Murder Book Club podcast, it's Michelle Kidwell. Michelle, how's it going?
1: It's going, it's going. How
0: are you? You know, I'm all right. It's been a long day, but uh, as we get closer (laughs) to Christmas, uh, you kind of feel it less and
1: less. (laughs) Gets a a little better. I've had a long day too. I just, uh, my husband and I were out in Salem last weekend. Ooh! So it was a, it was a, it was a long, (laughs) good weekend, but i i realized doing a lot of genealogy stuff which kind of leads into uh the book series that i'm looking to write which kind of gave me the idea for the podcast apparently all of my dad's side of the family came over to the us before 1776 so, okay. I'm pretty much related to half the population out on the eastern <laughs>
0: seaboard. Gotcha. <I> found, so. <laughs> nice. We've gone back to the 1500s and we can't seem to go any further without actually going to Spain. Uh, my, yeah. d- my dad was really into <laughs> genealogy. And so, uh, We got a land grant from the King of Spain, and that's about as far back as we can go.
2: That's (laughs) wild.
0: That's crazy. That's crazy. I know. I know. But we're all South Texas down here. So uh, probably not related (laughs) to you, but, you know, you never know. (laughs) You never know. know. Well, last
1: night, my husband said, Google George Washington. I bet you're not related to George Washington on family search
0: oh yeah, turns yeah. Out
1: he's turns out he's my fifth cousin
0: <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah
1: distant rel- cousin george distant very distant relative
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah cousin george yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: but i'm good and we're getting back to getting back to the groove of things here
0: yeah well that's good I, and you know it's funny because you love going on vacation and you have a great time but then it always feels like when you get back, you know, like you didn't get a vacation just because you have your body has to readjust and you have to get used right. to everything again. And, and some, it took
1: some... me half the day to get through my email box at work.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> and all the unpacking. And so I get it. I, I definitely understand.
1: <laughs> and I'm here with you tonight. And I just wanted to say thank you because, um, my dad passed away about a year and a half ago and he was a blood donor. So I kind of have taken up the mantle and have been donating blood when I can for him. Mm-hmm. And I listened to your podcast the last time I was donating blood. So it, it got me through the donation process. Oh, well. It was nice to just kind of lay back and listen to you guys. And I'm wearing my blood donor, my Christmas blood donor t-shirt I got. last nice. year. And I just found out that the blood I just donated while I was listening to your podcast, is on its way to Boston. So awesome! It seems like I could have just given it while I was out there instead of <laughs> giving it here, having to sit around for several weeks and then sent to Boston. But that's okay.
0: <laughs> you know, sometimes we try to kill two birds with one stone, and we just we just can't. Exactly. Um, that's exactly. that's awesome. I uh, at our church sometimes they do the the Knights of Columbus will do a blood drive. And uh so I've I've given whenever I can uh my wife poor thing she can't do blood donations she's one of those that she tries and then she gets super woozy and no matter how she prepares whether she loads up on iron or uh, yeah. whatever it uh, she just cannot do it so I end up having to do it a few times <laughs> just to make yeah. up for hers <laughs> and hopefully it's useful oh. I don't I don't know but uh... <laughs> you know fingers crossed exactly
1: yeah, it is it is it's good it's a good cause
0: yeah eggs. yes it is and so thank you very much for that we everybody appreciates it but tonight speaking of blood we're here to talk about <laughs> <laughs> uh it's it's actually almost a, it is kind of in that cozy mystery cozy murder realm there uh we're talking about yeah. murder she wrote yeah um, so what's your history your experience with murder she wrote
1: well, you know, in your intro, so did the series start in 84?
0: It did. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I couldn't remember if it was 83 or 84, but I remember. So I graduated from high school in 1987. Okay. That's a long, long time ago. So <laughs> this is all right in my wheelhouse. This is when I was growing up I was a teenager.
0: Okay. Um, nice.
1: And I do remember watching it with my dad. Um, I don't remember this particular, the Christmas episode, and they only did one Christmas episode. Yeah. Um, over the whole, like, it, was, it ran like 10 years or something, didn't it, I think? It yeah, it was,
0: uh, it was 12 seasons.
1: I should know this because I have the box set on DVD. <laughs> I haven't looked at it since last summer. Um, I,
0: yeah, I know how that goes, too.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, I remember watching it when it was first out. Mm-hmm. Um, more so I remember watching it recently, like last August, not this past August, but a year ago in August, I had COVID and my husband was out of town. So I was home by myself with the dogs, feeling like I was going to die. And that's what I did. And the TV, somehow my dog stepped on our remote. And, you know, these remotes look like they could launch the space shuttle these days. (laughs) Um, I couldn't get the TV back. I was like so out of it that I couldn't figure out how to get it all squared away. So luckily I couldn't work the the Blu-ray player. So I just watched Murder, She Wrote for a week. Nice Street while i was awake so yeah so i do remember this one um because i wanted to like start the fireplace up and drink hot cocoa but it was like 95 degrees because i had it the second week in august so it didn't it's quite it's work but. funny
0: because uh, well not funny but i actually also not this past august but the august before i, I was gonna also say
1: I thought you had it right after me <laughs> yeah it was
0: it was like a like right on that tail end is when i caught it Uh, My experience, um, you know, thank God wasn't nearly as bad, although my brother had a a similar experience to yours where he could barely stay awake, barely get out of bed, you know, to walk to the the restroom or anything. But mine was pretty mild case. Um, And so but I was quarantined. So I also got to watch a lot of TV. (laughs) Uh, the good news is, uh, my wife is a self-proclaimed weenie. Like she can't watch a lot of like scary or actiony oh. things. So I got to catch up a lot on, on my boy movies, or that there she calls us. She calls them boy yep. movies, but you know my action <laughs> flicks and horror and stuff like that. Right. Um, so I didn't watch Murder She Wrote. I, I remember mostly this being on at my aunt's house and my grandma's house all the time. Okay. Um, yeah. This one, and I think Matlock also. They were always playing, and Perry Mason. It was like those three. They were kind of yep. going back and forth. I don't remember ever really watching it until maybe a few years ago, like just sitting down and actually watching an episode. Yeah. But I remember it they were really well-written and Angela yeah. Lansbury, just, she nails it every time.
1: I love her, her so much. <laughs> Me too. Ever
0: since uh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, she's mm-hmm. been like one of my favorites.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and yep. <laughs> I had the pleasure of watching that about a year ago with my kids and they, they loved it. And, so uh, now I'm excited to show them other things with her as well
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no she yeah, agreed and it's kind of yeah right now I think they're playing it on I talk to my mom about it occasionally that the two shows my mom and I debrief about are the golden girls which we mm-hmm. absolutely love and murder she wrote because she watches it almost every night now on on hallmark so I think I th- it's running on Hallmark Murders and Mysteries
2: or whatever. Oh, right. Oh,
0: and Golden Girls, yeah. I think, is on Hallmark yep. itself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. so, funnily enough, um, B. Arthur and Angela Lansbury were really good friends in real life.
1: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. And oh, in fact, uh, interesting. in the show, Jessica Fletcher, the character that Angela Lansbury plays, her middle name was Beatrice as a tribute to B. Arthur um, because they were hey, such yeah. good friends. Uh, now the funny thing is they neither one could ever actually guest on the other's shows because they were at the same they were filming at the same time mostly and their networks kind of competed against each other Uh, but i think that would have been cool if we that would have been
1: amazing (laughs) that would have been awesome i
0: i would have dug it i love the golden girls uh I gotta cover their Christmas episodes. You should come back for that one for oh, sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay.
1: Because I'm the Dorothy. And we my mom <laughs> and my sister and I went to um, the Amana colonies a couple weeks ago for a girls' weekend to scatter my dad's ashes because it's close to his hometown.
0: Gotcha. And
1: and it's a cool little community there with wineries and gift shops and antique stores and all that kind of stuff. But we were talking about it and we decided my sister's Blanche. <laughs> I'm Dorothy and my mom is Sophia so we don't so you, have a rose. I was
0: about to say anymore. you're just missing <laughs> yeah, a rose yeah, and that perfection. would have we been have perfect. Pick
1: up a rose along the way but yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> they
0: had some really good Christmas episodes. They did. Yeah. They had some really yeah. good ones. Uh
1: I, All I'm re- you know the only one that I'm remembering clearly is the guy that was robbing the bank.
0: That's the like one. That's a what I'm bank thinking robber. of. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah I, was and I think rose gets a little
1: fiery in that one doesn't she i think probably she does. yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I, lo- I love betty white she's amazing <laughs> oh yeah. yeah speaking
1: of which though did you okay so i thought the golden girls christmas episodes were much more Christmassy than um this murder she wrote episode i have some mixed feelings about this one As far as it being Christmassy, I got to be honest.
0: (laughs) There were some parts that that felt really Christmassy. Mm -hmm. Um, So when they're at the, the little dinners and the galas, that felt really. But yeah, overall, as a whole, there wasn't a lot of Christmas in it.
1: Right. Although I do think it's a great thing. I don't know if you noticed this, but there's always a murder in every episode, except for this one the I, victim pulls through
0: i i read that and i honestly i hadn't i didn't notice it the first time i saw it and then i was doing some research on it and i read it and it was like oh yeah i guess that's true and so yeah. sure enough when i saw it again yeah they she actually does not die so it's only an attempted murder
1: right so i'm gonna believe that's the christmas spirit
0: there you go i like that <laughs> well we do have a grinch with uh doc hazlitt oh my gosh he... <laughs> He was uh, pretty, pretty grinchy there, but he turns it around at the end. His heart grows three sizes,
1: man. And I mean, think of the trauma of not. I mean, he was holding on to that, not getting his train Christmas morning for a long, <laughs> long
0: time. Because he said it was when he was 10, right? I think. he yeah. said. He was 10. <laughs> so, yeah, probably.
1: No, I'm, you know, what I find. um he does a much better, I don't know if you ever saw the episodes with the guy from Happy Days. What's his name? The dad from
0: Happy Days. Oh, uh, Tom Bosley.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. he played the sheriff in the first few seasons. And right. he has the worst East Coast accent ever. And <laughs> Doc's accent is slightly better than that, but st- still a little stereotypical so (laughs) although i looked at his bio and he's actually from massachusetts so now that i say that maybe i feel bad because maybe that's his real accent
2: (laughs) (laughs) see as
0: as someone from south texas i can't do an east coast accent to save my life Uh,
1: Um, (laughs) i was trying all weekend gloucester we went up to gloucester and that's about it. that's it. I got one word. I got
0: one. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try because it's gonna come out horrendously. <laughs> yeah, this one, you're right. There wasn't a whole lot of Christmas in it, and uh as far as I know the the whole premise of of how she catches the the thief is a little iffy.
1: but yeah. anyway, so uh the
0: series, yeah, it uh, was created in eighty four, like I said now this particular episode was from nineteen ninety two. It was from the the sec uh, the ninth season. At this point, I know Angela Lansbury had already been very very tired, and it was like somewhere after the fifth or sixth season where she just needed a few episodes off, and so they were. That's when they would like focus on some of those side characters that would help her solve mysteries. Okay. And she, and she just kind of like you know would introduce it and close it out, um, you know, just to give her some time off. But at this point. Right she you know she's already getting back into it she's still a little tired from it and she's getting ready to she was thinking about quitting again but uh nbc after the 12th season eventually kind of made that decision for her now the the show itself was actually a play on uh, a title of, of of miss marple so uh, it was a oh. murder murder she said was the uh the name of i believe 450 from paddington like when they turned it into a film they called it murder she said and so okay. this is a play on that uh which also angela lansbury played miss marple in a movie uh, if you've never seen it it was uh the mirror cracked from 1980 and uh, it's actually pretty good
1: yeah, yeah i should check that i love agatha christie
0: i do oh, too I love her. Out love of, her. now uh out of all the mysteries i've read i get the christie's you know hercule poirot are my favorite uh-huh. yeah. i don't know how i tried my best i'm sorry cj uh
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah hercule you know hercule poirot uh those are like my favorites and then of course yeah. Marvel, the actually, uh, tiny
1: gray cells the little
0: gray cells yeah Hastings. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um yeah so i can't wait to do hercules four-year-old christmas uh you'll have to come back for that one too yeah yeah for sure <laughs> yeah but which also by the way was uh i just read reader's digest they came out with like the 33 uh mystery books you need or, or the 33 christmas books you, you need to read this season and that was like number four was oh, uh, hercules okay. christmas yeah
1: i'll have to check that out
0: it's it's a great and I love the adaptation of the, from the series of I the Christie's Poirot. Uh, David Sachet just nails it. I know, yeah, yeah. love yes. it.
2: But love it, that one.
0: Yes, it's so good. Uh, I liked him better than Peter Ustinov. And I know we're, we're off topic here, but I liked him better than Peter <laughs> Ustinov. I liked him better than um, oh gosh, what was his name from the '74 version? uh with sean connery and uh, albert finney that's who it was i liked it better oh, than albert finney
1: i haven't seen that
0: okay. oh it's good it's it's a murder on the orient express it's so good
1: that is my favorite
0: yeah me too that's my favorite that yeah. and
1: and um 10 little indians is my second one. Oh,
0: that's a good one too that's, yeah yeah
1: i think that was the first mystery that was the first mystery i ever read and I remember my dad bought it for me at a garage sale, and I think it was because I was probably whining. <laughs> I understand. Saying, yeah, I'm bored. I want to go home.
0: <laughs> Here so you he go.
1: Bought me a book and told me to sit down and read. So <laughs> it's
0: good advice. <laughs> yeah. um, Murder on the Orient Express was actually the first one that I bought and read as well. I was it was at a oh, book cool. fair, and uh, I think I was in junior high, and it was like that one and. Oh, God. Dead Man's Folly. And so I, nice. I bought them together. One had like a red cover. The other one was like a greenish cover. And I decided <laughs> to go with Murder on the Orient Express first. And it was awesome. A great one. <laughs> it's super good. Uh, yeah. I actually enjoyed uh, this one as well. This this uh, not Agatha Christie, this this Murder, She Wrote episode as well. She's kind of in her usual form. She she knows exactly yeah. at this point. They've like settled into their characters and she knows exactly how to play Jessica Fletcher. Yeah, you know, the uh, the retired English teacher who became a mystery writer and is now solving crimes for real, right? <laughs> as as one is wont to do, you know.
1: <laughs> yes, and I loved the music, and it just, because yeah. that took me back to my childhood, because when I was a kid, that's what I remember my parents always having on the record player was those, those more orchestral Christmas carols and stuff like that, so nice. yeah, so it just, it, every time I hear that kind of music, the score I thought was great.
0: Oh, I, I completely agree. Uh, I loved uh, um, from the sheriff leading the the people in the yeah. singing. You know uh, the the caroliers, I think, is what they were called. Yeah, uh, you know that whole thing. Uh, to to you're right. The score it was uh, very much. I mean, it was just so Christmasy in the score, um, more than some of the decorations and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but even John Addison's theme for Murder She Wrote, that little arabesque that he wrote, yeah. is just it's phenomenal uh and and i don't know what inspired him to use it but it fits perfectly
1: right it does yeah yep. it gives you the yeah it, it puts you right in the right frame of mind and you know what you're getting into when you hear it mm-hmm. it's so recognizable
0: yes very much so it, it kind of reminded me of john morris's score for clue as well mm. know? um that yeah. kind of you, know, bump, 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 you know just nice and up-tempo number um of course his is an arabesque and so it's uh, more ornate than uh, than John Morris's score but uh, it's still you're right it like gets you right into that mystery something about like orchestral uh, with mm-hmm. like a chamber orchestra and doing like an uptempo with pizzicato strings that just really it just makes you think of mystery Yeah <laughs> I yeah. I agree. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why um, this whole episode revolves around mistaken identity Essentially.
1: And colorblindness, yeah. Color
0: blindness. Yep. Yep. <laughs> There's also an embezzlement factor somewhere in there. Yeah. They threw
1: <laughs> it was like they tried to come up and then you got the the vampy. Person in town that everybody's worried is going to steal their husbands or fiancés. And yeah, it was just kind of an interesting hodgepodge. Like the writers said, what haven't we covered this season? Let's right. throw Throw it in this episode. Speaking of the Vampy character, do you remember in the, let's see, I even wrote it down because I love this person. And 89 and 90 there was a tv show called free spirit do you remember that
0: free spirit it was
1: about a divorced man with his three kids and the son accidentally summons a witch and the and corinne I think that's how you say her name. The one that plays Wanda in the episode. She is Winnie Goodwin, the witch on this Free Spirit show. And I remember loving that show.
0: Now that you said her name, Winnie, I remember that.
1: Yeah, I loved that show. So I had a hard time seeing her as... This vampy vixen, because I remember being the goofy witch on that show that and was uh, that I was so irritated, only lasted one season.
0: <laughs> I also remember she was um, one of the citizens on patrol in Police Academy 4. So again, okay. for me, there was a, a disconnect there because she was more innocent yeah. and same thing, kind of quirky. And...
1: and she was also on Friends. She was on an episode of Friends. Um, she's, I think, Joey's girlfriend okay in in an episode of friends and she makes like muffin baskets or something so yeah so this oh, yeah. was definitely a different this was definitely a different role for her <laughs> yeah.
0: which is good I like to see actors stretch yeah. their range yeah. uh, because I, I can imagine it would get pretty boring to play the same character over and over again yeah. so it's good but I same thing I it was hard for me to picture her as the um, woman about town, <laughs> I suppose you'd say. <laughs> I don't know how to say it nicely. Um... <laughs> that
1: was nice. That was that was good.
0: Okay. <laughs> that was clean. I I tried. I tried. So she's in it. Um, Floyd was he in previous episodes? I don't remember Floyd from anything else, and I haven't seen too many episodes. Uh,
1: is he the guy that owns the hardware store? Yes. Yeah, I.
0: I think he, he I want to
1: say that he occasionally was on but he wasn't a main character.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, he he
1: may have been on a few different episodes in a minor thing, but oh and then you have the woman who worked for him. You don't fish off the company pier.
0: i I like that (laughs) i like that that's good uh funnily enough see what
1: happens happens? every time you do that you end up like almost killing somebody and she's played by amy brenneman (laughs) really
0: yeah that was amy brenneman yeah
1: (laughs) wow yeah okay she looked familiar to me but i guess i wasn't paying attention in the credits
0: (laughs) You know, they're so small sometimes, Uh Um, but (laughs) I like that. Don't fish off the company here. Uh, (laughs) It's funny. That's actually one of our, one of the rules at our, uh, at our store. Um, And it also kind of technically was not followed by one of our employees, (laughs) But they ended up getting married, and so it's okay now. So now it's okay. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, now it's okay. That's fine. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, this was uh, was definitely an interesting episode. So there's also, I mean, to throw more stuff in there, uh, one of the wealthy, you know, well-to-do families in town, their daughter is going to be getting married to um, a guy that's going to be taking over the business or helping out with the business. Mm -hmm. And then he is the subject of a you know would be blackmail although of course we right. find out later on it's a mix-up and his and then he's got a secret too because because everybody's got secrets you got to have a right. secret to have a good cozy mystery
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true Yep,
0: that's that's how you expose the you know who did it you got to find the secret but right right
1: <laughs> you do read a lot of her cute co- Q- I can't even say it right now it's too late at night <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Poirot. Yeah. Poirot.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, there's some good ones out there. So yeah, it it essentially it starts off where uh, he that gentleman gets this tape, it's a Willie Nelson cassette, and he puts it in because he's a little confused on who put it in his car. Right. And he discovers that it uh someone is trying to blackmail him. It's a girl's voice who we find out is Wanda. Wanda yeah. is of course that Corinne uh Corinne bore that um is is the more um i don't know she's friendly (laughs) friendly i like that yes (laughs) yes, she's she's friendly type and uh, her and floyd are seen kissing early on as well Mm yeah and so uh you know i guess that's to set up her character
1: yeah and what was interesting to me was didn't was it the girl who's getting married was it her brother that walked in on them i mean they kind of set it up like this guy was going to have an axe to grind with the her fiance and then it didn't really go anywhere
0: that's what i thought too it's yeah it's it's like her ex essentially because he says something about like well her ring was on my finger you know a year ago before and then the floyd says that was in high school man get over
2: it
0: right right (laughs) Yeah. um so yeah that was like there and same thing i thought it for sure this dude and it, you know they made him look a little suspicious too
1: yeah uh, and you have to do that cuz you have to get all your suspects in line
0: yeah yeah you need the red herrings and all else, you know everybody yeah. um the obvious choice but same thing they didn't take it anywhere uh, of course um and i can't remember his name i wrote it down and i i don't know where i wrote it down but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the fiance uh he finds a tape he hears it he gets all you know uh, a little nervous and then his fiance gets in the car and then he does that quick thing where she's like oh willie nelson I, you know i love willie I love Nelson.
2: Wilson, yeah
0: so he immediately like rips it from her hand and when before she could say anything he like kisses her passionately and uh, you know <laughs> it distracts her <laughs> right guys you need to you need to use that tactic more often right yeah <laughs> Uh, so we we get that set up um of course um Angela Lansbury her her character is kind of friends or I don't know mentor something to the the girl that's going to get married you know his fiance Mm -hmm. uh and I love how she finds the tape later on as well right (laughs) and
1: this tape just
0: yeah it gets around well, naturally you know uh it's so i was gonna make a bad joke about i'm not gonna say the joke about wanda uh <laughs> but uh so he, she finds a tape as well and so she hears you know the accusation of i know what you did or something i know your secret and but he goes to see he goes to the the pre-arranged place that that wanda has said you know, meet me here at this time. He sees her there and he just kind of drives away because I guess he can't summon up the courage to go face her. Yeah, he chickens out. He chickens out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's like going on. Uh th- I mean it's just it's funny. Uh this whole bit it, it, you're right. There's not really like a lot of Christmas, but meanwhile, all Doc Hazlitt is he's being <laughs> the town Grinch because he uh <laughs> He he didn't get the train set he wanted when he was 10. He got socks and underwear and socks for Christmas, which, hey, I get it, man. I'd be the same way.
1: (laughs) Well, here's what I'll say about that is my dad broke his leg when I was, oh, I was young. I can't remember how old I was. And he was actually in the hospital over Christmas Day because the break was so clean that he needed to be in traction so that it would could start healing because they couldn't get it to stay put
0: got gotcha.
1: and so christmas morning shows up and we decided he was going to be home by like new year's so we decided we were going to do most of our christmas stuff new year's day that year gotcha. when he was home but my mom said every you know you and your sister go pick out a gift from under the tree and we'll and grab one for your dad too and we'll all go to the hospital and i my sister got like an abba record or something nice and my mom got a necklace and i can't remember what my dad got probably a book because he was a big reader so he always got a lot of books i got underwear the one gift that I picked out of the from under the tree to open. was Oh, no, there.
0: that's terrible.
1: But I haven't held on to that. I mean, the story comes up <laughs> all the time, but I don't have any. I can't even remember what I actually wanted that year. And actually, and a week later, I got more than underwear.
0: She <laughs> <laughs> kind
1: of made it sound like that's all he got for Christmas, which makes that's... me kind of sad for him.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, at least some toy if you can yeah, just, just a little si- yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, come on guys uh no and i remember you know that was like the one we always dreaded getting was you know it, you knew exactly what it was going to be some sort of clothes yeah. because it was in that white box you know uh, so yep. it, it had that particular rectangular <laughs> shape so you knew it didn't
1: shake if nope, you shook nope. it, it didn't make any noise
0: as soon as you unwrapped <laughs> you'd see the white box you're like oh no it's closed uh... and so then you'd open it up and sure enough it was either pajamas or a sweater yep. or underwear and socks or something
1: yeah it's
0: like okay all right next
1: and now as a parent you realize that's how parents save a few bucks
0: yeah yep yep we'll get you, we'll get you to a toy maybe two and then a, some clothes and
1: you need new underwear but we're gonna wrap it up to make it festive <laughs>
0: yeah, exa- <laughs> exa- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh, poor
1: Doc. <laughs>
0: I know. If that really was the only thing he got, I feel so bad for him. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah, maybe I've been too rough on him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so yeah. Uh, eventually, you know, the the fiance hears the tape as well, and she goes to follow her her fiance. And she discovers that he goes to this motel where he meets a woman who he hugs mysteriously. And so she, of course, gets emotional and, you know, thinks the worst, which I don't blame her. It's a a motel. It's, you know, he hasn't said anything except that he's got a headache and he's going and you've heard his blackmail tape. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It makes sense. But. Then when he showed up to pick her up at her parents' house, I thought it was kind of funny that she was in her bathroom at the top of the stairs, <laughs> crying, and she's looking down on them, and it's like she's invisible. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, they don't <laughs> they don't notice her at all. I mean, she wasn't
1: being quiet. She wasn't peeking around the corner. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but i yeah. guess they had to make it work so and he had to take his her toys for tots gift or whatever it was to the yeah the it's something like something. that yeah it's like
0: a, a whole <laughs> yeah toys for tots kind of a thing essentially uh and mm-hmm. you know he doesn't or it was some sort of toy drive and i guess they they needed to make an appearance or they needed at least him to make an appearance since he was going to be taken over or at least apprenticing oh. kind of the family business uh, yeah. of this well-to-do you know couple you know so, uh he decides he's gonna go now, while they're preparing all this stuff, of course, Jessica um goes to she's helping out and she needs some balloons, so she goes to Wanda, who's blowing up the balloons, and this is where she asks for some balloons, and she notices, of course, Wanda's very protective about something in her locker, yes. she doesn't want her to see she's like, oh no, 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 I, I didn't mean to leave yeah. that open. Uh, nothing
1: to see here a,
0: <laughs> yeah put a big old sign with neon like arrows pointing down <laughs> clue you know suspicious um but she needs some balloons she asks for red ones and she gives her green ones and then she realizes that she's colorblind yes Which, and what is the
1: technical term for colorblindness
0: i don't recall She she mentions remember,
1: it but boy angela knew that but,
0: she, of course
1: yeah jessica knew that <laughs> terminology
0: yeah she's i love i love that whole thing about detectives how they just kind of know you know right Uh, (laughs) james bond kind of had that a little bit as well you know they'd mentioned something
1: sidetrack i went to go see
0: oh i haven't seen um, it yet i had
1: to die this afternoon and and good huh it was really good but i'm gonna need a moment
0: gotcha okay and
1: daniel craig is my favorite james bond
0: really i'm a sean connery guy
1: very yeah, i like sean connery too i yeah. would say that he's my second
0: yeah. favorite well and i then love roger
1: moore just because roger moore was in the driver's seat all through the 80s when yep. i was in junior high and <laughs> high school so i
0: i do love a good roger moore uh flick but, but uh,
1: yeah you'll like no time to die but yeah it's it, it's
0: well casino royale was definitely one of my favorites um i loved the book because i've read all the bond books uh i love casino royale but he uh he killed it in that one it was so good it was it was amazing Mm -hmm. and uh all the little changes that they had to do of course to update it uh i just thought was phenomenal Um, yeah but for me uh sean connery he's he's my bond Uh,
2: yeah
0: (laughs) but but anyway so uh they get ready for the party, you know, all this other stuff happens. And and so they they get to the party and he sees Wanda and he follows her because he he's like, OK, I'm, I'm going to come. I'm going to talk to her about it. I don't know what she knows, whatever. I'm going to see what's going on. So he follows her. And that's when they hear. Well, he he first he, he passes a Santa and he hears a gunshot. And sure enough, she's been shot in the head.
1: in the ladies locker room (laughs) yeah yeah, that's right in the ladies locker room
0: yep uh so he's there and then of course the the doctor shows up and and the sheriff and all that and they discover that uh a pistol and it's like his pistol uh, yes and they make a
1: point of like yeah i thought that was kind of funny how they
0: you're not going to leave leaving town are you (laughs)
1: <laughs> they, well and they bring the, they bring his service weapon up like right away at the beginning of the episode when he is when they introduce him to the sheriff and the sheriff's like oh you like shooting that's it a... like singing <laughs> we can go shooting and then afterwards go to choir practice yeah
0: yeah not not very subtle uh the sheriff at all <laughs> well yeah. he's from boston <laughs> From, uh, i was gonna try the accent but i decided no i'm not gonna <laughs> but again uh i do love how uh, and uh I'm, I'm going a little out of order here but again uh at, when we get to this toys for tots event, the sheriff and the caroliers are singing as well yeah so it's like there's a lot of these little caroling parts which to me uh because my family goes caroling that's like super christmasy so yeah, yeah. Uh, i just i love that part it was so good um yeah hungry. <laughs> but uh yeah so she's found it's wanda they discover it's wanda and she's been shot in the head and so he's a suspect now and dun 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 jessica right. has to clear him because of course he's affianced. i should say right. to, to her uh, <laughs> to you know her her friend uh but yeah. i just <laughs> i just love how the sheriff and or whoever like the uh the authority figure is always goes for the immediate you know obvious suspect they never like dig any deeper well, it's, it's always,
1: yeah it's... It's, it's too much work
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right if you're ever a cop uh I, i'm gonna ask for someone else because <laughs> no, just kidding. um But I I love how Doc has it. I mean, he just he and Jessica, they're just such good friends. He goes over for coffee and he's just like, you know, I don't know. It's going to be iffy there. And, you know, it's touch and go and, you know, all sorts of things like that. And then, of course, she gets a visit from her the the fiance from her friend. And fiance doesn't want to talk. And And of
1: course, she (laughs) brings it out
0: of her. She basically kicks Doc out so she could do that. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> she just gives him
0: a look like, hey, scram. And yeah. Like, Don't you have to go to well,
1: the hospital. I better get going
0: back to the hospital now. And and of course, you know, a good cup of tea will pretty much bring it everything fixes out. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree. I'm a tea person. To me, that I get it.
1: <laughs> I'm both. I'm a coffee and a tea person. So, nice.
0: yeah. 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 My wife definitely is more coffee than I am. But, uh i'll i'll do a good coffee i don't i don't mind yeah, yeah. But, uh, but tea has always been my favorite so a good cup of tea and you'll get me to to spill the beans yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man but she's you know she's talking and she realizes that she uh the fiance trailed her or her man to to the hotel and she's jessica it just doesn't add up like he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would do that not that right. people can't you know, do things that you don't expect them to do, but just uh, something about her or something about every, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. So she goes to, uh, she goes to the hotel as well. And she discovers that it's actually just his sister. Mm -hmm. The big secret, you know, quote unquote secret that he had was that he had a child and I guess it was from a previous relationship. Um, They were about to be married, but he was shipped off to, to, um, service, you know, to duty in, uh, I think they even say in the Persian Gulf.
1: Probably. (laughs) So That uh,
0: that definitely dates, you know, the the special, but, uh, so he's shipped off to the Persian Gulf. The girl dies in childbirth and the sister is is basically raising the, you know, her niece as, as her daughter. Fiance is just too scared to tell, tell his girl about it because he thinks that the family is just not going to accept it.
1: Right. Which to me, that, that just kind of, that, that dates it as well. I think.
0: Yeah, nowadays I don't think... it wouldn't be as much. Yeah, I agree.
1: And even I had to go back and
0: look, and it's like,
1: really, were we that way in 92 as well? But I mean, that was how many years ago? Yeah, it was like 30, <laughs> 30 years
0: ago. So um, I like, so she goes to, she talks to the, you know, Jessica goes to talk to the sheriff, and they talk about Floyd, you know, and this like really expensive trip or something. And it turns out that mm-hmm. uh, they, to Tokyo, And I guess it was for for some reason, but when they got back, something just didn't quite add up with the books and Floyd was just a little suspicious. And so Jessica's like, you think Wanda had something to do with it? He said, well, I mean, I don't know, but maybe, I mean, that, that would be my guess. You know, he's kind of already setting her up. Yeah. 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 And which by the way, Floyd is the, uh, the boyfriend of the mom in princess diaries. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And yeah, he was on
1: another, he, he was real familiar to me because I think he's was in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Made guest appearances on a lot of shows in the late eighties, early nineties.
0: Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So again, um, they're kind of hashing it out. Um, she realizes that uh, when she's there with the the sister, and the, the girls playing with red and green toys that uh, it was a case of mistaken identity.
1: Yeah. And it's the aha. That's the, the aha. aha. You got to have that
0: gotcha aha <laughs> moment. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's hers. And that she realizes, oh my goodness, I know what's going on. The tape was meant for the wrong car, you know, was put in the wrong car because they were the exact same cars.
1: Yep. Floyd and the fiance had the same the car, fiance. but different colors. Different
0: colors. And so. That immediately, she's like, "Well, obviously, Wanda is the one blackmailing because, I mean, she kind of already suspected, but this like confirms it." And she just put it in the wrong car because it was the exact same car. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. So, uh <laughs> she does her little mental gymnastics that uh, you, you gotta love, and mm-hmm. she calls it Floyd, and she realizes something deeper is happening, and it Floyd was probably responsible for cooking the books or someone working for Floyd, you know, and Wanda found out. And that is what she was actually referring to. It wasn't Wanda after all, it was Floyd. So she sets up a meeting with Floyd to, you know, to, to kind of just hash it all out. And he of course gets his gun. And that's like our, our big, Oh no, he is the bad guy. (laughs) Uh, And
1: she says, bring the girl along that works at the, the Amy Brenneman, Brenneman character.
0: Yeah, yeah bring
1: her along too mm. and yeah i got a bad feeling about her maybe i have a little angel or a little uh a little a jessica little, fletcher a little <laughs> jessica fletcher and me because yeah every time he would get a call she would she would listen yeah. me up because we don't have phones like that i anymore. know so, <laughs> i know <laughs> but yeah it's like put the receiver down put the the hooks down so that you can hear <laughs> listening on the calls. she was listening in on all of his phone all calls. of his
0: calls yeah talk about nosy
1: i didn't trust her no
0: Mm-mm, not at all uh and it turns out she gets there first you know um floyd goes to take to get wanda's locker because jessica asks you know bring a key um, you make all the keys for you're the hardware store owner, you make all the spare keys, the copies of keys. So you've got to have Oh yeah,
1: and he makes it look like it's like I think that does protest too much because he's like, Why would I have a key? Why would he, I have a key? And she's yeah. like, Well, you're the only hardware store
0: in town. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Don't you make keys for everybody? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if she wasn't
0: sure, I think that could have definitely put her over the edge there. <laughs> yep. Uh yeah, so they, they get there he or he gets there first but the locker's empty the stuff is gone the blackmail evidence and it's cuz Amy Brenneman has moved it because mm-hmm. she secretly has a thing for Floyd cuz Floyd is a womanizer and <laughs> she just always kind of really liked that but she was just jealous that he never uh got with her i guess or, or noticed yeah. her so <laughs> yeah so she did it all for them uh i, lo- I love this scene because <laughs> Uh, you know she kisses him and you know she's like make me make me think it was all worth it or make me believe what i did was worth it something <laughs> like that and then he gets like real angry with her and, you know, <laughs> and he's like no 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 I, you know i don't want to be tied down or something like that um and then that's when everybody you know he's he's about to shoot her or something and everybody like the cops come in and of course she explains jessica explains what happens in in proper um you know i get the style monologue
2: yeah yep
0: because mm-hmm. you got it you got to have your wrap-up monologue yeah yeah and i mean it all seems to kind of tie up in a nice bow and they end at a christmas party where uh the little girl you know the daughter that is is playing with the fiance's parents and they accept yeah, her for she everything the new
1: grandparents and, and yeah
0: exactly And uh, she gives Doc, this is my favorite part, where she gives Doc (laughs) his present, which is a little toy train. Yeah.
2: His
0: his line there, I deserve that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That just made me laugh so hard. Uh, (laughs) But his speech, he says that, you know, while they they were working on Wanda, you know, doing the surgery, everything to save her life, and she was pulling through and realizing that he had a hand in it. Uh, it just made him just believe again and just just know yeah. that everything was going to be OK. And that got me. I was like, oh, OK. Yes. <laughs> Your heart grew three sizes, Mr. Green. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was just it he was came a, around. He did He realized there was more to life than socks and underwear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? uh sometimes us dads we'll take a good pair of socks and underwear <laughs> <laughs> we we hang on to those things for dear life and we need them desperately so yeah. <laughs> uh, but i yeah it's it's just it was a great ending i love that ending
1: yeah, yeah me too
0: yeah it, it kind of brought it all home and, um and then of course more singing more singing <laughs> more caroling at the more party. caroling from the caroliers yeah, yeah. so so good times uh, I liked this episode. I, you're right. It wasn't like super Christmassy except for like certain scenes, mm-hmm. but I did enjoy the scenes that were Christmassy. Yeah. There were poinsettias and gift wrap and trees. Uh, so I, I really liked that. And of course the caroling for me is a, you know, that, that got me hook, line and sinker.
1: Yeah. And they had parties. And one of the things I, there was a few episodes or there was a few seasons where um, Jessica Fletcher is in New York teaching Right teaching at some college or something, and i always i always liked the Cabot Cove episodes where they were like yeah. in a small town because you know I, I live in a big city i grew up in the suburbs i kind of like the the small town the atmosphere field,
0: yeah yeah
1: it just and that i think the fact that they had Christmas parties and they were all getting together to help decorate for it and the whole town coming together yeah so
0: Funnily enough, I I read that um, if there were as many murders... In Cabot like if Cabot Cove was real and there were that many murders there, uh, that it would be the murder capital of the world yeah. by far, <laughs> for
1: sure. Well, there. that's why they had to move her out, and that's why she had to go to different locations and stuff. <laughs> yeah, too
0: many, uh <laughs> too, too many murders there. The
1: entire population.
0: Oh, I know. It's terrible. Yeah, I I did I did enjoy uh, I did enjoy this episode very much.
1: I did too. It made me want. It made me wish they had done more
0: Christmas ones. I agree. Yeah. I agree completely. Now they did have Christmas books. So there were a few Christmas novels of murder. She wrote.
1: It's a, it's funny that you say that. Cause I just ordered this one, which is oh. a two it's a murder takes a holiday. And I think there's a second book in there too. Yeah. So
0: nice. Oh man. Know. I'm going to have to get it. Love we'll have that. to do a follow-up episode. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, this, uh, I, I, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, but it does make me wonder, you know, what would you say would be your, like, hap-happiest hap, memory or moment of this, uh, of Murder, She Wrote in general, or this episode sp- specifically, whichever you'd prefer?
1: Well, I think it's just, for me, mm-hmm. it's just talking about it with my parents and kind of just, yeah, kind of that good, not to be corny, but, or schmaltzy, but, you know, that good, wholesome sitting around the table talking about murder she wrote in the golden girls <laughs> oh
0: i i love it that's great uh i i know what yeah, you it mean so,
1: it was something we did as a family we watched it together as a family
0: nice that's so awesome that was, yeah yeah for me i'll never forget uh walking into my grandma's kitchen and sure enough uh she'd be cooking and getting food ready but it, the little tv in the corner would always be playing murder she wrote and like yeah. i just i have very specific memories of that uh, <laughs> by the and, the wood panels
1: yeah for me that <laughs> show for me with my grim it was lawrence welk
0: okay oh,
1: lawrence welk was always on and a one and a two <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> right on i dig it i dig it a lot (laughs) but now we come to my favorite part of the show which is a little segment i like to call gag me with the spoon so this is where we (laughs) this is where we do our best impression of our least favorite part. (laughs) so uh as a guest i'll let you go first uh just kind of set up the scene for us
1: okay well for me there were kind of two scenes but and i was going back and forth and i'm going to go with the second one okay but the first one was when they i can't even remember what they were talking about but um the doctor seth was making a big deal about the gifts that he got one year for some kind of yankee swap or something that they do and he says (laughs) I got sequin slippers. Okay, I've never heard about. Se- I've never even heard of sequin slippers before. <laughs> and then this big thing was like they weren't even my color. Really that's <laughs> There's a million things wrong with sequin slippers. <laughs> and colors what you're going to go with? Um,
0: it was but it was the eighties. Everything was sequins in the eighties. True. That's true. And, <laughs> and,
1: and hot, you know, the neon colors. The
0: neon, and, yep.
1: Scrunchies, <laughs> which are back. I love love a good scrunchie, and they're coming back. So, yep. no, but for me, it was that scene, and you kind of alluded to it at the end, where <laughs> she gives him the train, and he opens it up, and he's like, "Oh," and it's just his voice just killed me because it's like, yeah. "Oh." I deserve that. <laughs> yep. And you think, it's like, really, man? But then he goes on to give the speech, and it's right. so great. But I just love the, oh, I deserve that. <laughs> and over, you know, William Shatner's school of acting, overacting, <laughs> at its best. So that would be mine.
0: Yeah, there are definitely bite marks in, the, uh, in the, the film where he was chewing the scenery so what is yours so for me it was that scene where floyd is confronting amy there in the uh, in the the ladies' locker room and uh it's, it's after she you know she she kisses him and he 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 basically is turning her down and saying no i want the money instead but he says
1: i'll go with door number two <laughs> he,
0: he says uh amy i can't have you hanging around my neck for the rest of my life don't you understand that <laughs>
1: much better <laughs> you're gonna win that one <laughs>
0: it's so funny uh there is definitely a lot of uh melodramatic uh, yeah. <laughs> uh acting on this but i liked it I, it just adds oh, to me it too. yeah me too. exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah you just embrace it you just lean into it yeah it makes it so much fun <laughs> oh man but you know gi joe they did teach us that knowing is half the battle what do you think the other half is
1: I've been thinking long and hard about that. And I think the other half of the battle is accepting that sometimes you're just, life's just going to give you underwear and socks.
0: (laughs) That's (laughs) that's perfect. That's much better than mine. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yours? Mine is, uh, so if knowing's half the battle, the other half is not hiding anything from Angela Lansbury.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, that too. Yeah, that's a good one too.
0: Oh man. <laughs> she'll figure it out. She'll, she'll totally figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> you know, Michelle, it's been so much fun uh talking with you. It
1: has. Uh, it's been great.
0: What do you want to plug? <laughs> like, like tell me about your upcoming show.
1: So I have started or I'm gonna be rebooting my podcast. Um, and you mentioned it at the beginning. Thank you, Michelle's Cozy Murder Book Club. Um because my dad was a frustrated mystery writer he ever since I could remember he was working on some kind of mystery he never had anything published and after he passed away my mom I have an English degree with a writing concentration that I've done nothing with (laughs) um, except for go back and get a master's of science and data analytics and do something completely different so she passed all of his writing books off to me so I have been thinking about writing my own series, and in the in the process of you know doing some learning on my own, I thought, well, this would be really cool, and this is something that I'm really interested in. So, right on. So uh, yeah, so it'll be kind of I'm planning on doing one book a month and maybe two or three episodes. Cool. A month where you could kind of read along with it, and then it's also going to be partly about my. My journey writing and developing these characters. My character is a um, it's a true cozy because she's a amateur sleuth, but she's a genealogist. And what she's going to be doing is solving people's mysteries from the past that they're finding. So yeah. That's cool. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I read an article a long time ago about a genealogist that loved what they they call them orphan pictures. Um, And that's like when you go to an antique store or a flea market and you find all these family pictures of people that people are just selling and they don't have names or anything like that. She would always buy them because she felt so bad that these beautiful photographs of these families kind of got lost to time and stuff. So so that's going to kind of be her thing. So, yeah. So I'm hoping to launch it um, in probably the end of november kind of a soft launch get it going but yeah and i'm setting up a reddit page um which is just (laughs) it's funny because it was too long to do the whole podcast name so it's michelle's cozy murder
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a whole nother show right there
1: (laughs) exactly and that's what the facebook page is gonna be so yeah so that'll be launching sometime in november
0: so yeah right on so i'll have right to around... have
1: you on for some some good mysteries yeah
0: there's some good <laughs> ones out there i'm, I'm always down yeah
1: <laughs>
0: that's cool i'm i'm very excited uh it, i love a good mystery <laughs> me too <laughs> have you been watching I love uh... a
1: good christmas mystery
0: oh i know I'm i know just... those are the best yeah, yeah yep. those are the best uh i i got into a few years ago that uh uh, what's her name, um, Swenson, shame on me, I can't, like, Murder, She Baked.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yep. I, I've been, in, I, I was enjoying those, and then they kind of went off, they kind of jumped the shark, where she picked neither Mike nor, uh, what's his name, and it's like, cool, what are you doing, like, no, no, go with the other guy, uh, Norman, yep. I think, right, yeah, yep. yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. okay, I don't mind, right. <laughs> I'll continue, yeah. I'll read them anyway,
2: I'll still read them, uh,
0: but yeah, there's there's nothing like a good uh, murder mystery, and you're right. Uh, the Christmas time ones are always the best.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, have you been watching Only Murders in the Building? On Hulu? Uh,
1: no, I have. It's on my list. Yeah, I haven't because I. The cast yeah. just looks amazing. Yeah, Steve Martin,
0: <laughs> Martin Short, Selena Gomez. It's yep. it's been so much fun. Uh, I only just got into true crime uh, podcasts, so it's exactly how like. <laughs> every true crime uh, podcast listener I've ever met this is exactly them so it's I can't wait yeah it's a good that, I, I have can't to wait to hear your it. thoughts on it yeah
1: <laughs> yeah my son is looking on my 22 year old is looking to start a podcast with his best friend and they're going to be talking a lot of true crime stuff and gotcha. yeah she's she gets a little bit crazy about stuff like you leave your back door open you're gonna get murdered no, not. <laughs> it's it's noon on a tuesday <laughs> nobody's coming through my back door <laughs>
0: yeah and see i'm just used to like I, growing up it was always like okay lock the door so i just i just locked the door now and yeah. i don't even think about it but uh my grandparents wouldn't So i get it you know it's just it's one of those things that that's how they were raised and it's like no no one's gonna hurt us here you know, yeah, the tiny little town of Felfries.
1: <laughs> but I think when you listen to those true crime podcasts. <laughs> it, it
0: does, yeah. It definitely you start to see boogeyman everywhere.
1: <laughs>
2: yep.
0: <laughs> but uh I can't I honestly I can't wait I to, to hear this. I'm super excited about the mysteries.
1: I think it'll be fun, yeah.
0: Oh, it's gonna be I I imagine it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yes.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: Well, looking forward to it. And um, so on that note, I'll end it by saying thanks again. Thank you. Then Frank was right when he said that Christmas should remind us of what could be, not what is. So check us out on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're feeling like Doc getting his toy train and saving Wanda's life, leave us a review on iTunes. Not only does it help us reach more people, but you also get a free sticker. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on tpublic.com. Later, dudes. Greetings, holiday shoppers. I'm Joseph Wade, and I host a podcast called Christmas Creeps. My band of merry mischief makers and I dissect holiday movies and specials all year round in search of the true meaning of Christmas. So whether you can't resist the urge to watch Home Alone in June or you worship at the altar of mutant killer snowmen, Christmas Creeps is the podcast for the Grinch in all of us. Check us out at christmascreeps.com or wherever you download podcasts.